morning, church. Our speaker for today is a good friend of mine. Not just a good friend, but also my business partner. Okay? And previously, he was my network leader. He helped me grow. And I thank him for that. And he's a graduate of education, major in English, linguistics, and literature. He's a network leader of San Fernando Christian Community, this church, directly mentored by Pastor Tim. He is a man of full of faith, founded in Christ, lots of patience, and he walks the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's all welcome Mr. Chris Eric Kiko Bartolome. Thank you, Jingo. Good morning. I'm Kiko Bartolome, a network leader directly mentored by Pastor Timothy Warden, and it is my privilege to be representing him here today. Today, I want to talk to you about growing roots and fruits. Alam nyo, excited ako kasi si Pastor Tim pabalik na next week. And I'm sure lahat tayo na-miss natin sila, na-miss natin kung ano yung uh, ginagawa ni God sa buhay nila, ng kanilang buong pamilya. And I'm sure marami rin tayong ikukwento sa kanila tungkol sa anong nangyari, anong ginagawa ni God sa family natin dito sa SFCC. So, daman nyo ba ang summer this this past week? Daman nyo ang init? Di ba, ang buhay may seasons. Diba, kagaya ng, sa loob ng isang taon, meron rainy season, may summer season, may tag-init, meron change of weather. And sometimes it's gradual, sometimes it's drastic, biglaan, and we are caught off guard na hindi tayo handa. Hindi tayo handa sa outfit natin. Diba, pamporma, iba yung nakalabas yung damit, yung puro panglamig. Diba, yung kumot nyo, makapal pa. Diba? Hindi handa yung summer summer beach body nyo. Diba? Hindi ka pa nakapagpa-workout. Hindi ka pa nagpatan. Hindi ka pa, hindi pa handa yung budget natin. Hindi pa handa ang pang-date. Hindi pa handa yung emotions mo. Hindi pa handa kasi hindi ka crush ng crush mo. Diba? Hindi handa yung schedule mong guminik. Hindi mo pa naaayos kung kailan yung leave mo sa work. Hindi pa handa. There are things na sometimes biglaan na nangyayari na hindi tayo handa. But then there are things that we go through that really change our lives. We go through disagreements. We go through heartbreak. We go through struggles. We go through pain. We go through hurt. We go through sickness. We go through loss. In life, we go through seasons. There are times that we feel that we are on top of the world, that you are undefeatable. And then there are times that ang feeling mo gumuguho na ang buong mundo. Sabi nga nila, ang buhay daw ay parang gulong. Minsan nasa taas, minsan nasa baba. It says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, and then in verse 11, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve, and a time to dance, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Friends, hindi ko alam ko anong season meron ka sa buhay mo ngayon. But I want to share with you this message today. Point number one, God is still God no matter what season you are in. Kahit ano pa man ang pinagdadaanan mo, God is still God. 
hindi tayo kinakalimutan ng Diyos. Hindi niya nakakaligtaan kung ano yung nangyayari sa'yo. Kung ano yung nangyayari sa buhay mo, sa buhay ng pamilya mo, sa buhay sa bangko mo. Hindi na hindi kinakalimutan ni God kung ano yung struggles mo. God has not forgotten me. Sabi ni David sa Psalm 56 verse 8 and 9. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. Sabihin mo ngayon sa sarili mo ngayon, God is on my side. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, God is on my side. Sabihin mo sa kabila, God is on my side. Huwag mong kakalimutan yun kasi hindi ka kinakalimutan ni God eh. God is on our side. And He does not forget, forget you. He has not forgotten you. And He is still moving whether we see it or not. He is still moving. Gumagalaw siya. Kaya may napapansin ka or kaya wala. He is still moving. He works in ways that we cannot see. It says in Romans 8.28, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. God is still working for your benefit. Kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan mo, whatever you're going through, whatever season in life you are going through, God has not forgotten. And He is still moving for your benefit. He is still on your side. Point number two. I will experience dry seasons. There are times in our lives that we are not at our best. That we are not at our 100%. There are times in our lives na tayo'y walang wala. And you know what? It's okay. Because it's okay to not be okay. There are times na tayo'y dumadaan sa tagtuyot. Feeling natin wala talaga. We are in that season that God is moving. But here's the thing. When I think about Tagtuyot, I'm reminded of all the stories in the Bible that pertain to deserts. But when we talk about deserts, ano yon? Extreme hot or extreme cold. It's an extreme environment na walang lumalago. And God spoke to Abraham in the desert. God spoke to Jacob in the, de- in the desert. God spoke to Moses in the desert. God spoke to Elijah in the desert. God spoke to David in the desert. It says in Psalm 63 verse 1, Sabini David, O God, you are my God. I will earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. What does that sound like? It's a desert. In a period, in a season, now, walang wala. The situation is against him. And yet, God is speaking to him. Even see Jesus, right after he was baptized, the Holy Spirit led him to the desert. There are times na na-experience natin, ano ba tong pinagdadaanan ko? How did I get here? Where did I go wrong? Where did I make a wrong turn? And how do I get out of here? When do I get out of here? Have you ever asked that? Parang ano ba to? Hanggang kailan ba ako magtitiis? Hanggang kailan ko ba to pagdadaanan? The answer is, in due time. In due time. In Tagalog, balang araw. Diba? When I was reading the Bible stories as a kid, laging paulit-ulit, sinasabi doon, and it came to pass that Jesus went to some place, Jesus did this, Jesus that, did that, and it came to pass. My friends, 
whatever you're going through in life, it came so that it will pass. Pagdadaanan mo rin yan. Hindi mo kailangan manatili sa situation na yan. Sabi ni Jesus, this is a promise that He has given to us. He says in John chapter 16, verse 33, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I've conquered the world. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. But do not be afraid, because I am with you always. God said that we will encounter difficulties. We will have trials. We will have challenges that we come up against. Pero hindi doon nagtatapos eh. Kasi kasama natin siya. So maganda that while we are in this situation, while we are in the desert, habang tayo ay nakaka-experience ng tagtuyot, while I'm here, I'd better pay attention and learn the lesson. Sabihin mo ngayon sa katabi mo, pay attention and learn the lesson. Pay attention and learn the lesson. Huwag na tayong mag-take two. Huwag na tayong mag-repeat. Na-experience nyo ba yon? na may tinuturo sa'yo si God at hindi ka nakinig, hindi ka nag-pay attention, hindi mo na-aral yung gusto niyang ituro sa'yo, you have to undergo it again. Is anyone listening? Can anyone relate? Yes. Let us not do a repeat. Huwag na tayong bumalik sa desert. Sabi sa Psalm 23 verse 4, very famous passage, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you, O Lord, are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Kasi kahit anuman ng pinagdadaanan mo, God is still with you. God is still on your side and He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave you hanging. It says in a different version, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, kahit pati, katiting na lang mamamatay na ako, God is still with me. And remember, it says here that we walk through the darkest valley. We walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Hindi tayo nagpapatayo ng bahay doon. Hindi tayo nananatili doon. We walk through it. Eventually, makakalabas tayo doon. God is leading us through it, not just to it. Hindi tayo dito nagtatapos yung journey natin. One of the most famous people who lived in the desert was John the Baptist. He experienced what it was like. God brought him to the desert. And there was a purpose for that. In Isaiah 40, verses 3 to 5, see, the prophet Isaiah was prophesying more than 600 years bago nabuhay si John the Baptist. At ito yung ministry, ito yung ginawa niya. Ang rolyo ni John was to prepare the way for Jesus. To prepare the way for Jesus. And this is a prophecy that highlights what John did. It says, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice of one crying where? In the wilderness. In the desert. Prepare of the, prepare the way of the Lord where? In the desert. Where is the highway for our God? In the desert. Where will the glory of the Lord be revealed? In the desert. So kung ano man yung situation mo, expect to meet Him in the desert. Expect to meet God in 
your situation, in the midst of your trials, in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your circumstances. Kasi sa totoo lang, we feel that God is not always there in our situation. Malimit na iisip natin, God is good. Pero nakakaligtaan natin that na internalize that God is good to me. That God is for me. That He is interested in my success, in my situation, in my family, in my relationships, in my finances, in my health. God wants to be involved. So expect to meet Him in your situation. You know what? Change is inevitable. Sabi nga nila, the only constant in life is change. Change is inevitable. But transformation is a choice. Malimit, bumab- nagbabago at nagbabago ang situation around us. Meron at meron something that changes around us. The people around you change also. May mga ugali na lumilitaw, may mga ugali na nadidiminish. Ako, kung nakilala niyo ako a few years back, even 5, 10, 15 years back, hindi ako ganito. I was a totally different person. But I changed. God changed me. Naintindihan niyo? Ikaw din. Naiisip mo ba what you were doing 10 years ago? But you changed. Diba? Iba na yung ugali mo ngayon. Iba na yung mga characteristics na lumilitaw ngayon, na nanginibabaw ngayon. Because you change. So our situation will always change. But it's up to you if you choose to be transformed. If you allow God to move in your life and bring you from the level that you're in to the next level. He will bring you from one level to the next. So let's not let our permanent decisions, let's not make permanent decisions based on temporary conditions. Malimit, gumagawa tayo ng decisions na offend tayo. Na offend tayo sa family natin. Ay, hindi ko na siya kakausapin. Wala na, siya, wala na akong pakialam sa kanya. Diba? Sometimes, nakakapagbigay tayo ng ganong klaseng mga mga salita. And those are hurtful. If you were offended, if there was a misunderstanding, if you come to church and then you were offended na, ay, hindi naman ako binate. Hindi ako love ni pastor. Hindi ako love ng mga leaders. You made a permanent decision to be offended. You made a permanent decision, ay, hindi na ako mag-church, plastic naman silang lahat dun. Diba? You made a permanent decision made based on temporary conditions. You know the heart of our pastor. You know the heart of our leaders is for you to grow. The reason that SFCC is here, this is not a perfect church. This is not a perfect church. Bakit? Nandito tayo eh. We are not perfect people. But by the grace of God, we are we serve a perfect God. And He wants to for us to grow. He wants for us to celebrate our strengths. He wants na tayo ay lumevel up. So tayo, let us not allow these temporary conditions to dictate our permanent decisions. Malimit iniisip natin kung ano yung magiging outcomes natin, ano yung magiging hantungan ng ating buhay. Will I be successful? Will I be like this or like that? Malimit iniisip din natin ano yung goals natin. Ano yung goal natin for today? Ano yung goal natin for this week? Ano yung goal natin for this month? But everything that happens is a result of an equation. Eh. Share ko sa inyo. The event plus the response equals 
outcome. The event, kung ano yung nangyayari around you, you cannot necessarily control that. Kung biglang may nagpatugtog ng alas 5.30 ng madaling araw ng malaking, malakas na radyo sa kapitbahay nyo, you cannot control that. Tama? Radyo nila yun eh. Di ba? Pwede mong kausapin or pwede mong, pwede kang magalit. Pwede mong ipabaranggay. Di ba? Nagkaroon kayo mas lalo ng hidwaan. Di ba? It's up to you how you choose to respond. How you choose to react. How you choose to respond to that person. And how, and paano yung pakikitungo mo? Doon mag-result yung outcome. Nasa sa'yo kung hayaan mong masira yung buong araw mo, yung buong linggo mo. Monday pa yun nangyari, Sunday na ngayon, pinag-uusapan mo pa rin. Sinasabi mo na sa buong barangay, sinasabi mo pati sa work mo, alam mo ba, ginising ako ng 5.30 nung, ano, nung Monday. Dahil ang lakas-lakas magpatugtog. Nasa sa'yo yun eh. Nasa sa'yo yun. If you are going to allow that situation to dictate your life, So don't make permanent decisions based on temporary conditions. Let's focus on faith, not on our frustrations. Let's focus on our faith. Because God wants to be involved in our lives. God wants to speak to us. God wants to lift us up, na lumevel up tayo, na hindi lang tayo hanggang dyan na lang. Gusto niya na tayo ay lumalago, tayo ay nag, hindi lang nagsusurvive. He wants for us to thrive. And sa totoo lang, when we feel nang gigigil na, nang gagalaiti na, nauubos na tayo, alam mo yun, gusto mo nang tirisin lahat ng taong humaharap sa'yo. When you feel nasasabog ka na, There are times that inis na inis ka na. But when God is silent, it is because He is listening and He is waiting for us to speak. He is waiting for us to talk. This past week, nagkukwentuhan lang kami ni Rizzy. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, Kuya, feeling ko kailangan mo lang na, nang may mapaghingahan. Nang ma, may makausap lang, may makikinig lang sa'yo. Sabi ko, o nga no. And the, What's weird is, tayo bilang mga tao, kinakausap natin ng lahat, tapos hinuhuli natin si God. Nakaka-relate ba kayo doon? Minsan, yung, pag may problema tayo, fine-Facebook natin kaagad eh. Fine-Facebook natin agad. Imbis na kausapin natin the, the expert listener, he is the best person to listen. To your problem because He is the one who can do something about it. He is the one who knows all of the factors involved. Alam niya lahat ng nangyayari sa'yo at lahat ng nangyayari doon sa taong yun, lahat ng taong involved, lahat ng situation involved. He understands better than all of us combined. So, when you are frustrated, when you are angry, when you are so full, Talk to God. Because God is just waiting for us to talk to Him. Gusto niya na kausapin natin siya. Gusto niya na sa Kanya tayo huminga. Kanya tayo mag-vent, mag-rant. Kasi naiintindihan niya eh. And malimit kapag nag-vent tayo, kapag nag-rant tayo. Pagkatapos nun, we feel a lot better, Right? We feel a lot better. At alam natin kung ano yung dapat natin gawin eh. Kasi na-process mo na eh. Binigay na sa'yo ni God yung solution. Ah, ganito palang dapat kong gawin. Kailangan ko siyang kausapin. Kailangan mag-heart to heart kami. Kailangan we're on the same page kasi meron siyang hindi naintindihan doon sinabi ko. Mali yung pagtanggap niya. Or mali yung pagtanggap ko doon sa sinabi niya. So let's focus on our faith on our connection with Him rather than our frustrations. 
and let us eliminate unnecessary distractions. Malimit, sa buhay, it's a series of crisis after crisis after crisis. Lahat urgent. Kailangan ganito, kailangan ganyan. Pagkatapos ng isang problema, meron ka agad. Minsan, hindi lang isa ang susunod, kundi tatlo, lima, sampu. Sunod, 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 sunod. And there are times that we are so distracted bukod pa doon sa mga nangyayari around us, iba-iba pa yung pinapakinggan natin. Naka-on pa yung radyo kung ano-anong information ang dumarating sa'yo. Naka-on pa ang social media kung ano-ano ang nasasagap mo na hindi naman makatuturan para sa'yo. Naka-on pa ang TV na puro commercial na rin lang naman parang nakakaubos ng oras. Hindi siya nakakadagdag buhay sa atin. But when we're going through situations, when we're going through the desert, di ba ang attention mo nandoon sa situation, nandoon kay God. So let us remove all of this, the noise in our lives. Let's eliminate those unnecessary distractions so we can focus ano ba talaga ang importante. Ano ba talaga yung mahalaga na ginagawa ni God sa buhay ko ngayon? Let's turn off the radio. Let's turn off the TV. Let's go into the Word of God. Let's eliminate everything else na hindi naman nakakapagbigay buhay at hanapin natin ang buhay. Let's be grateful rather than grumble and complain. It is very, very, very easy to complain kapag meron kang pinagdadaanan. Kapag meron kang nararanasan. Ano ba naman yan ang haba ng pila? Diba? Ang bilis eh. But actually, it's the same energy, the same muscles that you use, the same mind, the same power that you use to complain or to be thankful, to be grateful. Tinuruan ako ng magulang ko, sinabi nila, kung wala kang magandang sasabihin, huwag ka nalang magsalita. So, instead of complaining, let's be grateful. Let God hear. Kasi sa totoo lang, we have so many blessings eh. Instead of us focusing on the one thing that went wrong, let's focus on the 99 things that went right. Let's focus on what God is has done, what God is doing, and what God is about to do in our lives. Sabi ni Apostle Paul, sa Galatians 6 verse 9, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Sa Colossians 3 verses 15 to 17, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense and sing. Sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master, Jesus. Thanking God the Father every step of the way. Imbis na ikaw, putak ka ng putak dyan. Let's be thankful. Let us focus on what God has done, what God is doing, and what God is about to do. Because that will focus your eyes on Jesus. Imbisna, you feel sorry for yourself. You throw yourself a pity party na ikaw na lang lagi yung kinakawawa. Naalala niyo yung sa commercial noon na si Tolitz, lagi na lang ako. Diba? He felt picked on kasi lagi na lang siya yung nakikita. 
We think like that some of the time. Lagi na lang tayo yung inaape. Lagi na lang tayo yung nabovolunteer. Lagi na lang tayo yung nakikita na walang nagawang tama. But instead of that, let us be grateful for the opportunity. Let us be grateful for the opportunity that we can reflect God in how we respond in word and in deed. All of these verses, see Apostle Paul ang nagsulat. So, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. He said, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Take note, sinabi niya, we are thankful in all circumstances, not for all circumstances. Hindi tayo nagpapasalamat na may problema tayo. Nagpapasalamat tayo na bagamat tayo may problema, bagamat meron tayong pinagdadaan, and God is still with us, and who can be against us. That our victory is in Christ Jesus, at hindi niya tayo iniiwan sa ere. Philippians 4 verse 11, sabi ni Paul, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Alam mo kung saan niya sinulat itong mga verses na to? He was persecuted. He was tortured. He was jailed. He was shipwrecked. He was bitten by a snake. He was whipped. He was stoned to death. He was stoned almost to death twice. And daming yang persecutions. And yet, ganito yung mga sinasabi niya. Therewith to be content. I have learned to be thankful in all circumstances because my God is still good to me. My God has not left me. My God sees my need and He is my source and my supply. Oo, nakakapagod. Totoo, nakakaubos. Totoo, nakakapurol. But when we get tired, let us learn to rest. Not to quit. Kapag tayo ay napapagod, matuto tayong magpahinga, hindi sumuko. I'm amazed that a lot of people think that ang solution kapag napapagod is sumuko. Pero pati naman sa mundo, hindi ganun eh. Diba? Kapag, napa, kapag ikaw, yung katawan mo, kat, kapag napapagod yung katawan mo, hindi mo sinasabi, oh, mamatay na ako kasi pagod na pagod na ako eh. Mali eh, ba? Ang solution sa, sa pagod is pahinga. ba? Hindi yung sumuko. So we need na tayo ay matuto magpahinga. What's amazing is God says, come, Give me your burdens and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. You know, it's amazing because last Tuesday during praise and prayer, how many of you were here last Tuesday at praise and prayer? Awesome. If you are not here kapag praise and prayer, you are missing out. You know, this is not a mandatory thing, but you miss out. Sayang. I encourage you to to experience praying and praising God together. You know, there's not enough, uh, walang enough na, na venue, walang enough na opportunities that we can give glory to God and lift our burdens up to Him. But our last praise and prayer, I was just so blessed with the team of RJ. And they were the ones who led praise and prayer. At nung nag-share sila, See, Mark Maliara, he actually wrote a song about how he decided to grow his roots. How he decided na yung situation niya, he will remain. He will decide. He decided na dito siya. Na hindi siya magpapadala dun sa situation around him. And so today I'd like to ask Mark Maliari to share that song that he wrote as his testimony.
Na, nasulat ko tong kantang to dahil ano, sa pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Binago niya yung takbo ng isip tsaka yung hangarin ng puso. Kaya patuloy niya akong binabago. Pakinig kayo sa lyrics. Dati sa Baguio, daming ano, drugs sa paligid. Hanggang sa kinanaw sa bahay na inaalok ako na magsindi tayo. Pero buti na lang na tinanggihan ko yung mga yun. Hanggang sa napunta ako dito sa SFCC. Nakilala ko ang Panginoon. Nasulat ko itong handa. Ako'y buto na tinanim Sa lupa na naging Tahanan ko't silid Aralan at sana Kalipas na maikling Panahon ay naging Halaman na pinaliligiran Ng mga batut na mo Usok na parang ginto Sa mga baga na naghahangad ng laya Binalot na ng yerong kasiyahan At ginawang pinto palabas Sa mundong madaya Pero ako'y di Nagkamalit na natili Lang sa aking kinatatayuan Sa dami ng bagyo Ako'y tumibay ng gusto Sa kagustuhan na lumalim Ang ugat ay nandyaan Sa tabi ng mga naglalakihang puno Ay pumulot ako ng mga Nahulog nilang bunga At nagsilbi kong aral Na sa balang araw Na darating ako rin Ang makapagbibigay ng bunga Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwaga Ako'y patuloy-tuloy-tuloy Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy lang Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwag ako'y Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Ako'y halaman na muntikang malanta Pero ako'y sinikatan din ng araw pinalalim Palalo ang ugat ng makatayo ako Nang matibay sa mundong ibabaw Mabagal man ang aking paglakit Pag-usad ng pagbabago sa sarili Ay piniling manatili Dahil dito ko nahanap ang pag-ibig kong kailangan Para makilala ko palalo ang sarili Ako'y nagmahal na saktan at lumuha Mga patak nito ang sa ugat ko'y dumilig Natutong magmahal Sa kabila ng pagdurusa May kusang mga tenga sa akin ay nakinig Na nag-aabang sa mga dako na mahuhulog Nang aking sanga na dinangawit sa pagsulat Na alam ko na sa balang araw ay magbubungat Matitikman ko rin ang prutas na makukuha Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwaga Ako'y patuloy-tuloy-tuloy Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy lang Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwaga Ako'y patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwaga Ako'y patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy lang Dahil patuloy na naniwala Sa pag-ibig na mahiwaga Ko'y patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Patuloy, tuloy, tuloy Nananatili sa'yo Isn't that amazing? Thank you, Mark. See, he made a choice to be planted in God's house. He made a choice to remain in God's house. He made a choice to be connected. At Sabini Jesus, we need to co- connect to Him. We need to remain in Him. But there are people, and sometimes, nakikita ko rin sa sarili ko, in the past, my, my personal testimony, there was a season noon na hindi rin malalim ang ugat ko. I see myself, but now nakikita ko because I made a choice to follow God, because I made a choice to believe in the perfect love that God offers, because I made a choice to trust in Him, kaya ako lumalago. Sabi ni Jesus, ito yung mga tao na hindi malalim. But since they don't have deep roots, it says in Matthew 13 verse 21, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. I hope this is not you. I hope this is not us today. Na hindi tayo mababaw. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, don't be babaw ha. Don't be babaw. 
Huwag tayo maging mababaw na hanggang dito lang. Because God wants more for us. He wants for us to be deeper. He wants for us to grow. Na tayo ay hindi lang nagsusurvive, kundi tayo ay nagsathrive. So totoo lang, meron tayo mga nakikita that the problems that we go through, the situation that we are going through, malimit, we're walking with God, we're walking with God, pero imbis na may progress, parang minsan, pabalik tayo eh. Parang wala na yung progress. Lord, nasan na yung pinagpe-pray ko na pamilya ko? Hanggang ngayon, wala pa rin sila. Lord, nasaan na yung disciples ko? Dapat dose na. Hanggang ngayon, apat pa rin. Lord, nasaan na yung pinagpe-pray kong breakthrough, yung pinagpe-pray kong promotion? Hanggang ngayon, wala pa rin. Nasaan na yung pinagpe-pray ko na magiging katuwang ko sa buhay? Hanggang ngayon, wala pa rin. But sometimes, we don't see the bigger picture. That what we think of as a setback is actually a setup. Diba kagaya ng isang tirador, kailangan mong hatakin muna bago i-release. Kagaya ng isang bow and arrow, kailangan mong hatakin muna yung bow and you will go backwards before the bow will have tension. And then that will be the one to propel you faster, farther, more accurately, more effectively forward to where God has called you to be. So don't think of every setback as just a setback. Remember that in God's hands, it is actually a setup. My mother prayed for my father for 10 years that he would become a Christian. And by the grace of God, yun ang naging breakthrough niya. And because of that, he was called to the ministry at naging effective siya in ministry. Until, until this day, my parents, my whole family were serving God. And that's amazing. That's exciting. But what if after year five, sabi ng nanay ko, ayoko na. Tapos na ako. Ang tagal naman ng breakthrough ko. What if year nine, sabi ko, ang tagal naman, ayoko na. Parang walang nangyayari. Di hindi ako nandito na ngayon. Would you imagine what life would be like kapag tayo ay sumuko? So totoo lang, life is hard. There is nothing in life worth having that is easy. Ang education, hindi naman madalian, but it's worth having. Ang trabaho, hindi naman madalian lagi eh, but it's worth having. Bakit? Meron kang pinaglalaanan eh. Meron kang sinusustentohan eh. Ang games. Sino dito ang gaming? gamer? Sino dito may at least one game sa kanilang cellphone? Taas ang kamay. How many of you have a game on your phone? And gaming is fun, right? I play a game that's roughly five minutes a day. I don't even play it every day. Pero, you know, like when you're you're in line or you're on, on the bus or whatever. At least, you know, just to relax. And why is it... Did you ever think about this? Why is gaming relaxing? Samantalang, it's challenging. Diba? Kaya masaya ang games kasi mahirap, may challenge. Gusto mong talunin yung kalaban mo, gusto mong talunin yung level na yun. There's a challenge. That's why mas mahirap, mas masaya. Mas pinaglalaanan mo ng oras. Diba? Ang mga athletes, ganun din. Mas malaking challenge, mas malaking victory. Kaya masaya manood ng Olympics. Kaya masaya panoorin si Manny Pacquiao. Dahil alam mo, malaki yung challenge niya para makarating sa ganung level of performance. Because there was a challenge. Ang disciple, mas, matan, mas matinding pinagdadaanan, mas matinding testimony. Guys, sabihin mo sa katabi mo, I'm in training. I'm a champion in training. So whatever you're going through, this is your boot camp. This is your training. So embrace it. Learn the lesson. Because God wants more for you. Gusto niya na hindi ka lang hanggang dyan. Gusto niya mag-increase ang capacity mo. Kapag tayo ay nag-workout, sino dito ang nag-lifts, nag-weights, 
di ba? Lagi mong dinadagdagan yung timbang. Hindi pa atras ang timbang. Lagi mong dinadagdagan para mag-increase ang iyong stamina, mag-increase ang iyong capacity. Oo, masakit. But it's worth it. There is no pain, no gain. And there are times that yung yung life natin, sa so tingin natin, ang hirap naman ito, ang dami natin pinagdadaanan. It's up to us eh. It's a choice that we make. Kung, so today, I want to talk to you about roots. Lahat yung intro eh. Ito na yung message. <laughs> today, I want to talk to you about roots. This When we talk about roots, it's commitment, it's foundation, it's connection to the source. And deeper roots mean a healthier tree. Kung nakikita niyo yung malaking akasa sa labas, paglabas natin dito, I want you to look at it. Tignan niyo kung gano'n siya katangkad at gano'n siya kayabong. Now imagine kung gano'n kalaki yan yung simula nung unang mga sanga niyan hanggang sa pinakatuktok, yung pinakamataas na sanga niyan. Mga approximately, ganyan din ka-complex, ganyan din kalawak yung spread ng root system. Approximately, ganun din. Kung ano yung nakikita mo sa ibabaw, ganun din yung sa ilalim. And that tree has been through a lot. That tree almost died. Muntik ng inanay yan. But because it is healthy, it has deep roots, it survived. And now, it is more Fruitful. Mas maraming tao ang nakikinabang. Mas maraming tao ang nakaka-experience ng shelter. And it is more stable when storms come. Bakit? Mas malalim ang foundation niya eh. So here's our application today. Let us grow roots. Let us grow and get connected to Jesus. Sabi sa Jeremiah 17, verses 7 to 8, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stayed green and they never stop producing fruit. Gusto mo ba ng ganong buhay na ikaw hindi ka tumitigil na mamunga? If you want that, then make sure, if you want a good fruit system, make sure you have a good root system. Sa Ephesians 3 verses 17 to 19, And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts, living within you as you trust in Him. May your root go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love and may you be able to feel and understand as all God's children should how long, how wide, how deep, and how high His love really is and to experience this love for yourselves though it is so great that you will never see the end of it or fully know or understand it and so at last you will be filled up with God Himself. Colossians 2, verses 6 to 7. Sarap mag-aral ng salita ng Diyos, no? Napakaganda. And now, just as you have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow Him. Let your roots go down into Him and let your lives be built on Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. See, what I love about being a follower of Jesus is that I am not called to be perfect. I am called to follow Him. You know? What I love is that I never say, I've never said and I've never claimed to be perfect. Meron din akong pinagdadaanan. Meron din akong mga seasons in life. Meron din akong mga struggles, mga challenges. And my team knows this. If you ask them, this is what they will say. That I will, I am not always perfect. I am not always okay, and that's okay. But it is my role to point people to Jesus. 
as a disciple, it is my role to point people to Jesus. And I will lead by example. I will show people what it's like to fail and to fail forward. Because the question is not if I fail. The question is when I fail. And when I fail, I fail forward into God's arms. I fail forward into His love and His mercy and His unconditional forgiveness. Because I have decided to follow Him. I have decided to let my roots grow down deep and receive His marvelous love. I receive that nourishment. I receive that for my life. And I want that for you. God wants that for you. He wants for you to grow down deep. That you have stability in your life. Na hindi ka laging binabagyo at ikaw yung laging nasasalanta ng buhay. He wants for you to be stable. That your foundation is in Christ alone. That He does not change from beginning to end. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He wants for you to have that connection with Him so that eventually you can grow fruit. And how do we grow fruit? Alam mo, ang mga puno, hindi mo sila kailangan pakiusapan para mamunga. Hindi mo sila kailangan, hindi nila kailangan magpakatrying hard para mamunga. It comes naturally. So, how do we Grow fruits? Sabi ni Jesus in a very famous passage, John 15, verses 4 through 8. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is, it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Then, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples." This brings great glory to God. This brings great glory to my Father. Sabbath of Psalm 42, verses 12 to 14. But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They will flourish in the courts of our God, even in old age. Wag mo tignan yung katabi mo right now. <laughs> Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. So kung ayaw mong tumanda, here's the secret. Here's the secret. Abide. Remain. Stay. These are all, these all mean the same thing. We need to abide in Christ. We need to remain in Christ. We need to stay. Connected to Christ. If we want to be fruitful, remember sa vine, hindi yung vine ang namumunga, kundi yung branches. God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you na mamunga. Gusto niya na ikaw ay lumago, na hindi lang para sa pamilya mo, kundi para sa lahat ng taong nakakakilala sa'yo, na malaman ng lahat ng tao na kakaiba si Jude. Kakaiba si Claire. Kakaiba si Rowena. Kakaiba because he is planted, he is rooted, and therefore he is bearing so much fruit. Sabi sa Matthew 6.33. Very famous verse. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all of these things will be added unto you. If you seek first the kingdom of God, you connect to Christ, then all of these things 
will be added to you. Gets nyo? You know, I'm amazed when, when I study the Word of God. It's always fresh. It's always something new. And natutuwa ako because even as I was studying this topic, syempre, hindi ito, hindi ko to pwedeng i-share na hindi mo na tinuturo sa akin ni God ito. And it's actually my first time to encounter this next scripture in this context. No, This is a scripture from Second Kings Chapter 19, verse 30. And this is a prophecy of Isaiah. And he was talking about the house of Israel. There was a time that they were in exile. And here's the prophecy. And the remnant of, and the remnant who have escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Sino ba yung Remnant of the house of Judah. Judah is one of the twelve tribes of Israel. And so, the, the nation of Israel is still existent today. Pero sa tagal-tagal na ng panahon, sa dinami-dami nang nangyari, nagkaroon na ng World War One, World War Two. hindi na nila alam kung sino talaga ang from what tribe. Wala na yung mga tribes. Hindi na, meron yung mga ilan-ilan, pero hindi lahat represented. Hindi lahat malinaw kung sino yung tribe ng ganito, tribe ng ganyan. So sabi ko, Lord, ano tong scripture na to? And I realized that Jesus was from the house of Judah. That he is called the Lion of Judah. So because we are in covenant agreement with God through Christ Jesus, dahil tayo tinanggap natin siya bilang ating Lord and Savior because we are followers of Jesus. We are that remnant of the house of Judah. And we shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. I'd like to turn to one last scripture, and this is where we'll close. It says in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 to 16, Jesus, our high priest, understands our weaknesses, since he had the same temptations we do, though he never once gave way to them and sinned. So let us come boldly to the very throne of God, and stay there to receive His mercy and to find grace to help us in our times of need. Whatever you're going through in life, whatever season you are in, God sees you. He has not forgotten you. He is still moving. And He wants you to know that His grace and His mercy is there, free for the taking. For every situation, there is a corresponding grace. There is always grace to be found. God will not leave you hanging. Kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan mo, God says, my grace is sufficient for you. So if you're going through a dry season, if you're going through a season of loss, a season of sickness, a season of trials. It's okay. Because God wants for us to depend on Him. He loves it. The true marker of a breakthrough about to happen in your life is when we come to the end of ourselves and we say, God, help. I cannot do this on my own. Diko kaya. But I know that with you, I can do all things. Come into my life. Come into every area. Take over management. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you with all kinds of seasons in our lives affecting us. Help us to grow roots into the soil of your marvelous love and help us to abide, remain, 
and stay in you. We come as we are. We ask that you are the one to transform us from the inside out. That we may bear fruit. That we may bear much fruit. And that our fruit would remain. We receive your love. The love that knows no conditions. Wala kang pakialam kung ano nang nagawa namin. Kung sino kami. Because while we were still sinners, Christ died for us so that we could live the life you want for us. Let us come boldly to your very throne and stay there to receive your mercy and to find grace to help us in our times of need.